my dear listeners. Hello, my dear Earthlings. Hello, my dear Cosmic family. This is Cosmic Awakening Podcast, and I am your host, Olya Mare. Today's is our 11th episode. I love very much the number 11, 1 1. I see the ones from everywhere, all the time, every day. So, Today we are continuing with our Pleiadian prophecy. Exciting. And today we have a wonderful chapter, Extraterrestrials. Here we go. Disclosure is another big topic on your world. Part of our mission is to establish open contact with you. It is generally believed that your governments are withholding valuable information about extraterrestrial intelligence. Intelligence. This is true, and we assure you that disclosure will occur at the appropriate timing. Currently, you are still cycling through a dark age, an age of ignorance. Knowledge of extraterrestrials that have played instrumental roles in the origin and history of your planet is not relevant information to your general population at this time according to the themes of your current reality. What is currently relevant to your reality is mystery, wonder and confusion. The truth about your origins and history will unfold in a timely, appropriate manner. Be patient, dear friends. You are rapidly approaching the splitting prism of time. Many long-awaited revelations and adventures are on the horizon. I'm so looking forward. One of the most exciting events coming to your world is the public arrival of extraterrestrial visitors. There are, there are already several extraterrestrial races that are interacting with you. However, most of these races are of a negative orientation. By law of attraction, what you pulse out vibrationally is always reflected back to you. Due to the negative status of your planet, it is very easy for negative beings to penetrate your reality. As you become more positive in nature, the tide will turn and the connection between you and positive extraterrestrials will grow stronger would wish to further explain the law of attraction. Most of you are familiar with the concept of a Ouija board, yes? The Ouija board is an ancient tool used for divination, a link to the spirit realm. However, you might have encountered rumors or warnings about the dangers of playing the Ouija board when you are in a state of depression. By law of attraction, when you summon entities into your reality, if you are vibrating at a low and negative rate, then you will attract entities who vibrate at the same low frequency. This is a common phenomenon and one that is occurring at a planetary scale on your world. So long as the Earth remains globally depressed, the extraterrestrials you encounter will predominantly be of a low vibration or negative orientation. In addition to the law of attraction, another interesting factor that is preventing positive extraterrestrials from interacting more directly 
with is the stubborn mentality of your collective consciousness. By being skeptical of extraterrestrial life and by focusing so strongly on your physical reality, as if there is nothing else that exists or matters, you are basically shunning us and placing us in your blind spot. It is very much like a ghost lost and trapped inside its own bubble reality. His loved ones may be attempting to communicate with him, to reach out to him and assist him in crossing over to the other side. But he cannot see or hear them because he is so stubbornly focused on his own personal reality. This is what humanity is effectively doing, refusing to, uh, to acknowledge other realities by focusing entirely on its own. Thus, the power of your minds is blocking us from your perception. Hmm. Once you begin to open your minds about the existence of extraterrestrial life, you will then be able to interact more directly and openly with extraterrestrial beings. This begins, of course, in the splitting prism of time between the fall equinox of 2016 and the winter solstice of 2017. Gradually and steadily, you will change as a society so that by 2027, you will have open contact with positive, benevolent beings from another world. It is still unclear who will be the first race or alliance to establish open contact with you. Currently, as we scan your timeline, beings from the Andromeda galaxy appear the most likely candidates. There is also an almost equally high probability that human-looking hybrids will be the first. It is much more likely that the liberation forces, forces will be the first to openly contact you. The liberation forces are a branch of benevolent extraterrestrials who engage in defensive combat. The Pleiadian Alliance is part of the liberation forces. We are an independent group and do not have official allies, but we do recognize other defensive groups' interaction with you, and we do assist each other from time to time. There are some benevolent extraterrestrial races who do not engage in war. These include many of the high-dimensional beings who do not have physical bodies, as well as many spiritual groups who believe that war is never the answer. These non-combative groups are most likely to come second in terms, in terms of open contact. The reason for this appears to be differences with regards to eagerness. The liberation forces are somewhat more eager, almost desperate, you could say, about interacting with you. The non-combative groups are generally more patient and appear to be in no hurry, at least from our point of view. You will have visitors from many star systems, including the Pleiades, Sirius, Capella, Antares, Procyon, as well as many groups that do not have a home star system and simply wander the galaxy. You will begin to meet these beings on an individual and small group basis beginning around the year 2000. 
2019 or 2020. You will then have a national and global contact around 2026. Rest assured that open contact will occur at a slow and steady rate. ETs are not going to rush in all at once. Your comfort and sanity is of high priority to us. And it is our intention to make open contact a sane and pleasant experience for you as best we can. In addition to the Ellen visitors that are coming, you will also have some permanent residents who will live among you on Earth after their arrival, namely your hybrid children. As some of you know, a hybridization program is currently taking place on your world and has been active for several decades. Many abductees who report encounters with the beings you call the Greys are often aware of hybrid children that have spawned from genetic experiments with their DNA. Many of these hybrid children are eagerly anticipating direct interaction with their human mothers and fathers. This will be one of the most surprising wonders coming to your world. Many of you will have the opportunity to raise your extraterrestrial children right here on Earth. End of chapter. Every time I have tears in my eyes. I'm just so eager myself for this to happen. So let's talk a little bit about this chapter. First of all, after reading this for the first time, and this book was very much first um, information uh, in of this kind that I received. Later on, I learned more about this um, um, children hybrids uh, with humans. And um, after this book is finished, which is almost finished, I shall start reading my favorite book, Prism of uh, Lyra. Uh, it's a true history of humanity. And in that book, there are much more explanations of this hybridization thing. In two words, there is a, they were in the, you know, uh, in the beginning of times, it's going to be actually the prism of Lyra is explaining so clearly what actually happened, how it all started. So anyway, there were at some point one planet full of different beings, you know, like a total clash of duality. And this planet, oh, they were, um, you know, um, explosion that destroyed the planet completely. And the survivors who went underground, uh, their name is Zeta Reticuli. Uh, they sort of totally changed appearances and everything because they had to stay underground for so long. And at some point, they lost the ability to, um, to have children. And uh, humanity uh, have a con contract. We agreed, the humanity agreed to help them. Therefore, there is on Earth a lot of abductees right now, you know, who report this traumatic experience for them um, when they've been sort of uh, carrying the children that have been taken away from them. I was watching also some um, uh, people talking about this on Gaia.com in, in their, you know, many documentary series with, uh, you know, whistleblowers coming out and stuff. And it, it's 
very interesting because we are helping them uh, with the recreational process. And it's been, um, uh, so when it occurs to a person here on earth, it might seem like a traumatic experience, like he didn't ask for it, he didn't agree, but in truth, we all have contracts before we've been incarnating on earth. You can have contract with your current wife or husband, whatever, um, for something, you know, or with any other person in your life. Uh, so it's very interesting. Uh, and effectively, there are, you know, a lot of, of, of people of earth have children uh, that are going to come and they're going to meet them for the first time. It's so exciting. I find it so wonderful. Um, I, I've heard the... Uh, memories of when they ask when the woman abductee and the child is there you know in some spaceship and they ask them to even hug them to take them in their hands which sometimes freaking out you know the human women uh, but um, it's just they lost their ability at some point that theoretically they wanted to get away from emotions uh, because emotions, you know, we all know here now, the emotions, it's so hard to handle. And this is the the thing that sometimes so overwhelming that you don't know how to proceed forward. The pain, the everything. So they decided to go away from emotions. And that's what brought them uh, to lose ability to recreate and everything. So this one, we're going to know it more in detail from Prism of Lyra, um, this is just a wonderful example that we shall cherish our emotional emotions here on earth. We just must learn how to navigate within them. It's like a sea emotions, like recognize the patterns of emotional, um, let's say, dependency or whatever. Uh, and just learn to swim in them. Um, another interesting thing is that Disclosure will happen, but we must be patient. This is, you know, I love re reading the things because I'm somebody very impatient. And all my life, the big lesson I'm getting is just be patient. So I'm so impatient already to meet um, our cosmic brothers and sisters here, openly interact with them. Uh, but it will happen anyway. And the, I, I, But I see this beautiful day. I see I see the picture of it. I see the vision of it. It's so incredible. I'm, I'm going to cry. I'm going to run to them with my arms open. But before that, we must embrace each other. My dear listeners, before that, you must run towards each other with our arms open. Because we must uh, establish this unity on our planet so we can move forward together and build our our civilization so beautifully, you know, in harmony with nature, with ourselves, with any other being. It's so exciting. It's so, look at, look where we now, it seems so dark, so hopeless, but it's not. It's anything but that. And if we start to waking up to the knowledge of it, that's what's important, that for every, each, each person have to wake up to, shift a little bit point of attention from uh, his local struggles and, uh, you know, uh, sufferings to a bigger picture. Otherwise, it will never stop, you know. I, I've done it to myself so many times throughout my life that when I had to shift my perspective and perception 
not knowing what it's gonna be, not having answers, but just like trust with this, you know, and open to a bigger picture. So please, dear listeners, if you're the ones who don't know anything about extraterrestrials, you doubt they exist, please, dears, darlings, please go search for information. It's all there. There is a vast amount of information about different beings, different races. You you, you know, Gaia.com, again, Cosmic Agency, direct contact with them, wonderful Tigetans, wonderful um, uh, Swarunians, who tells us so many things. And by this, you know, we're just going to make everything come closer. They're there. They're, they're rooting for us. They're here to, they are helping us. They're look, looking for the ways to help us even more. And law of attraction. Who haven't heard about law of attraction? I bet if you watch the film or read the book Secret, you sort of like, oh, law of attraction. But what is that, actually? That's another thing, yeah. You don't really get it from there at all. It comes with the time of you digging within this sort of law of universe, like what you send out comes back to you. You know, the law of attraction. Here we go. Did you say something bad? Did you do something bad to another being? It will just come back to you, not even from the same person, from universe, from another, uh, from another, you know, you stole 10 pounds, you will lose 10 times fold, 100 pounds somehow. That's the way it works. It's just the law of the universe. Nobody is punishing you. There is no God sitting there on a little cloud and saying, oh, now you're punished. No. You're doing everything to yourself. So by learning how to deal with our thought process, with our vibrational process, which emotions are a big part of it, yeah? Because if you have emotion within yourself of disgust, of hate, of fear, no way, no way you're going to attract anything good in your life, including, you know, on a mass scale to planetary life. And we're sort of in a situation where things are getting so dark and fucked up from everywhere. We are bombarded by many different agendas uh, from the dark side that we just must to, we must to calm down, sit, think very calmly and calmly connect from within. And that will go a big way, my dear listener. So law of attraction. Everything starts from within. And, uh, you know, they, they give the... Uh, I know that, for example, um, Gosha from Cosmic Agency in full, like almost everyday contact from 2018. It's what this chapter says. It's all true, you know. Here and there, people are truly, truly communicating with them more and more. And um, it just seems so... Exciting, my dear listeners. What a... And, uh, of course, you know, and if it will be Andromedans. Andromedans, it's a very interesting race. First of all, is my, if my memory serves me right, okay, they are the ones who don't have a home planet. I think they had once, something happened. Anyway, now they travel around the ship. And by the way, the moon, we will come to speak about this again it's an abundant andromedan ship it's a bio ship they're very 
good in building ships. And also, they have this Andromedan, Andromedan holographic society model, which, uh, you know, a lot of developed uh, civilizations use, including Pleiadians. And Pleiadians, when Tigetans, when talking about this model, they said that holographic might, the word holographic might seem strange to us because in our mind, holographic, it's something different. So holistic, you know, Andromedan holistic society model that we are bound to have here, that we should start to develop where everything is for everyone. So Andromedans, it's a very exciting race for me also in their sort of uh, galaxy, Andromedan galaxy, everything is ever changing. Do you know that there is two constant in the universe? This is like, this is like law of universe. This is like extraterrestrials say this, this wisdom. There are only two constant in the universe. Existence and change. So Andromedan galaxy, they, it's everything is ever changing. Let's say if, if you would have walked on your street, you come out of your home, you walk on the street, and instead of seeing like, a, you know, the stores that are very familiar, at one time it's this, and the next second everything changing, and you're walking absolutely like in different space. It's constantly changing. It's really like psychedelic, I would say, but it's exciting. And they are the race that are so um, spiritually developed in the sense that everything is ever changeable. That is, it's just, I'm looking forward to receive wisdom for us all from them. And one day if I'm existing under Madden, I'm sure I am. You know, when you start to know more and more, you sort of, you sort of feel yourself as somebody like, I know I'm Pleiadian, 100%. Also, on Venus. I have a friend who has to travel and stuff. And with her, we've been together since like a beginning of times, I think. But uh, she says we're definitely on Venus right now with her. And uh, I also, you know, I, I, I'm an artist. And I first started as an actress, but I started to paint at some point. But the very first... Um, art that I made, it was a blue gouache print of my body. I wanted so much. I don't know where it, it came from. I didn't even know about Eve Klein, the, you know, these blue prints. Um, yeah. But I had to, to paint myself blue and make a print. And I was obsessed with this blue printing. And I believe that I exist in some races. Maybe it's Andromeda and maybe it's um, somebody else as a blue my skin is color blue. It's so funny when when you learn start to learn all this information. All of a sudden, things that seem random to you in your life start to appear with an absolutely new meaning around it. You know, and it gets so interesting. You reconnect with your true self. You reconnect with your child. Like I'm right now living through a period when I'm in total reconnection with me as a little girl. What did I love? How I was? And it's like you're making a full circus, circle, circus. <laughs> yeah, and the full circus too. You're making a full circle and you're coming back to the basic.
to your true self? What did you like when you were little? Have you ever thought of it? Are you in the period of life when you already thought or not yet? Think. You were as a child. What seemed magical to you? What the little, little things you love to do? What did you like to watch? What movies? What did you write, like to read? Hmm? Did you see visions? Did you have imaginary friends? All that. All that is so precious that if it's somewhere hidden, um, uh, hidden far away within you, start uncovering this. I promise it will bring you pleasure, pleasure and pleasure. So, anything else from this chapter if I want to mention? I don't think so. I'm just looking forward, guys, for everything. And, um, yeah. I'm so looking forward to now, like, imagine I'm sitting and there's this dark window in front of me. If somebody just will pop up behind the window from the darkness, like, hello, Olya. I'm your extraterrestrial friend from another planet. I would be like, will I be scared? Or will I be not? I don't. I think I won't, but who knows? <laughs> oh, my dear listeners. Well, look, we're in this together. I say all I want is everybody awakening slow, little by little, as fast as possible. <laughs> No, okay, I'm trying to be patient, but I'm so looking forward because I don't like our world as it is. And I bet you don't too. We can we can live in such a different world. We can have it all very fast. Even, it's, even if it seems to you, what I understood in my sort of uh, cosmic knowledge that bombarded my, my mind is that um, don't think how. Because from your perception, it's all, everything seems serious and established, but it can change, everything can change in the blink of the mind. People can disappear. Key people that are putting now us in darkness can disappear in the blink of the mind. Actually, even buildings can disappear from a, in a blink of a mind. I swear, and that's probably what's going to happen at some point. Let's say you have a big building and it's a bank. It's just going to disappear at some point. Just like a glitch in the matrix, they're going to erase it um, when the time is, is right, when the time is here for it all to disappear. But we are the engine in all of that, our thought process, our awareness and our consciousness. So please, as a, as a must, as a, as a fellow citizen of planet Earth, as a fellow citizen of our universe, we, you must start letting the cosmic knowledge find the way to you. And my favorite things for this is Gaia.com, I swear, and Cosmic uh, Agency. That's the two things. But there are many others, yeah? Um, so look for yourself. Ask it out. Say, my cosmic family, I need more information. Do send it my way. And it will appear from everywhere. That's how it works. Because it's like everything is just one big computer, if you think of it. And, um, yeah, start giving the right commands on your computer, which is your mind. Okay, well, I think I'm going to end this episode. And we shall talk to each other in the next one. 
And for now, my dear listeners, I'm sending you so much love. Just infinite amount of love and light. I love you all so much. My dear fellow earthlings and my dear fellow cosmic family. We are all one. I love you. Let's put ourselves in a high vibration levels. So we attract a high vibrational beings to our reality. We are the masters of our fate. We are in control. We are divine cosmic beings experiencing this life in a 3D body made of carbon that now changing to its crystalline form. We all changing from within. What an exciting time to be alive. I love you all. It was Cosmic Awakening Podcast and Olia Mare.